Welcome to the Breezy Babies podcast where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 17, Late Night Nursing and Google Searches. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hey there, friend. How are you? I hope that you're having a beautiful, peaceful day. (laughs) Um, Despite even if there's some craziness going on in the world, wherever you live, aren't podcasts just the best? It's so fun to be able to come and connect with you here and be able to share helpful tips with you. And isn't it so nice to just be able to throw in your AirPods, your headphones, whatever you have, turn it on, have something to listen to while you fold laundry or breastfeed your baby. There were so many years where I had a handful of podcasts that I listened to religiously. I took notes (laughs) and, um, you know, on all different topics, things teaching me how to be an entrepreneur, start my own business, teaching me how to be a better IBCLC, all different topics. I would just take it in and take it in. And now I feel like I've kind of turned the corner to where now I'm kind of starting to look back and help you along your journey. And I'm having so much fun with this podcast and being able to do that. So I love the reviews that you've left saying that you love this podcast. I am here to serve you. So if there is a topic that you want to learn about on this podcast that you want to hear more about, then you can always just send me an email, Bree at Breezy Babies. You can hop on over to Instagram and um, send me a DM. I love getting those and hearing topics that you want to hear more about. The link is always in the show notes on my podcast here. And I so appreciate when you share this with a mama friend in need. I've been having so much fun over on Instagram with the new reels feature. I love creating those because in 15 to 30 seconds, I can teach you a helpful hack, mom hack, a a tip, a something that makes your life easier when it comes to boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. And I love creating those. It's so much easier for me to create a video and put some fun music to it than to sit down and write a long post. I think that's why I've enjoyed podcasting so much too, because writing out long blog posts is just not my favorite thing to do. It's something that takes me a lot of time. So I've been loving the real option because I can share, um, a topic with you quickly and efficiently. And those have been so fun to make. They have been reaching hundreds of thousands of moms, which is crazy to think about, but so fun. And a lot of that has to do with you sharing those reels on Instagram. So thank you. I am doing a little bit of a different format today. Usually I share my top three tips with you on different topics. But today I decided it would be fun to do a podcast episode 
on some highly searched topics when it comes to breastfeeding. Now, the reason that I know these are highly searched on Google is because I did a blog post for a company. Um, they're called Majka, and they create products in relation to breastfeeding um, that help to nourish your body. And they were so nice to ask me to write a blog post for them. And these were some of the topics <clears throat> that they sent to me to write about because they are so highly searched by moms. And I'm guessing a lot of these are late night Google sessions because isn't that how it goes? You're breastfeeding your baby in the middle of the night. You're trying to stay awake, not fall back asleep. And you start Googling some topic um, that's been on your mind. And sometimes you find reliable information on Google. A lot of times you don't find reliable information on Google. So it can be a little bit dangerous to do those late night searches. So that's why this podcast episode is going to be so fun because I'm going to share some of those top questions with you. We'll see how many we get through in this podcast. And if you love it, we'll do some more on a different episode. But a little tip I want to share with you first is you're go as you're going through your day today, I want you to make sure that you are taking care of yourself. And one way that you can do that, this is just one way, there's so many other ways, is you um, can help your body by staying hydrated. Now, your body is still going to do well at making breast milk for your baby, but I want you to protect yourself. And your baby will still get what she needs, but I don't want you to stay in dehydration mode. So one thing that's been really helpful for me is to think about drinking half of my body weight in ounces in water. Now, sometimes I don't like to drink plain water. So what I like to do is take a little bit of a natural lemon flavor, mix it in with my water, put in some ice so it's nice and ice cold and sip on that and have my cup um, handy throughout the day, my hydro flask with a straw so that I can easily sip on it throughout the day and it makes it a little bit easier for me to stay hydrated. Something for you to try out today as well. Okay, are you ready to get into the topic? Here we go. First question that is highly searched on Google is what are the best positions for breastfeeding with sore nipples? Okay, so good. This is an interesting question because really the best position for you to breastfeed in is the one that feels most comfortable for you. Because if you are feeling comfortable, then you are gonna be more likely to latch your baby on deeply. So think back to the first time that you breastfed your baby after he or she was born. The first time you did that classic breastfeeding position, maybe it was the cross cradle, maybe it was a football hold. Think about the first time you did that. It felt a little weird. It probably felt a little awkward. You probably weren't totally sure if you were placing your hands in the exact right spot. 
You probably weren't sure if your baby was in the exact right position. You were probably trying to keep an eye on making sure that her body was facing you and that she wasn't having to turn her head and that you were lining up just perfectly and waiting for that big open mouth before bringing your baby on to latch. There were so many things to think about, right? It's like the first time you drive a car. You've got your hands, you know, at 10 o'clock and two o'clock. Is that the right way to do it? I don't even know. (laughs) And you're so nervous and you're looking around and you're being super cautious and you're not sure if you're doing it right. And sometimes you go too fast and sometimes you go too slow. Sometimes you drive up on the curb and pop both of your tires. That happened to me once when I was a teenager, (laughs) but it just feels so awkward the first time you do it. And then the more you do it, the easier it becomes and the easier it is to latch your baby on correctly, get a good latch. And we know that the best way for you to avoid sore nipples hands down is to be sure that you are getting a good deep latch. That is so, so important. You could buy the fanciest nipple cream in the entire world. It will not fix your nipples. If you have a poor latch, if you do not have a deep latch, those sore nipples are just going to keep happening and happening and happening. So the best position for you to breastfeed in to avoid sore nipples is one that you can get a deep latch in. Now let's say for example, the football hold Um, felt awkward at first, but you got it down and it's feeling good, but then your baby grows and you can't really hold her in a classic football position anymore. And now you're not sure what to do. Just remember that if you do try a new breastfeeding position, once your baby's a little bit older, it's going to feel weird and awkward the first time you do it, even though your baby's a little bit older your baby's going to be thinking, Hey, this is a little bit different than I'm used to. And you're going to be thinking the same. It takes a little bit of practice (laughs) to get that good deep latch and get used to, um, that new position. So there, honestly, there are no limit to the amount of breastfeeding positions. The sky is the limit when it comes to positioning. It is a good position If you have a good latch and you are comfortable and your baby is comfortable, you'll notice that when your baby gets older, especially when you're nursing a toddler, your baby could literally be standing on her head (laughs) upside down. Sometimes we call them nursing gymnastics because toddlers just do all sorts of crazy positions when they breastfeed when they're older. And it's great because mom's not feeling any pain. Baby's still getting milk. It's all good. If you want to know some of my secret positions that work really well to try out, if you're needing a new position, if you are having trouble getting a good deep latch or finding a new position that works well for you and your baby, then I want you to go over to my Instagram page at breezy babies. There's two underscores between breezy and babies, or you can just search for me by name. And on my bio page on Instagram, there is a highlight bubble, one of the little green bubbles um, under my information on Instagram, on my bio page, and it is called Nursing Positions. And if you watch that, I share three of my kind of secret weapons when it comes to positioning that work really well for um, people are having trouble latching their baby on and staying on deep the whole time and avoid sore nipples. 
So go check that out. I talk about the koala hold. I talk about an upright position. Um, uh, there's, oh, maybe sideline is the other one that I mentioned in there. I'm trying to think back to what I talked about in there, but so many good options if you would like to try a new position to avoid sore nipples. If you have tried all the positions in the world and you're still just having sore nipples, then that is when it's time to talk with an IBCLC, have someone look inside your baby's mouth, make sure that the anatomy is all looking good and everything's working right and working properly. Um, and that's when you go and listen to my entire podcast episode on tight tongues and lips, which was just a recent episode, just a few back, um, and kind of dive in a little bit deeper there. Okay. Feeling good. Let's move on to the next question. Can I use a breast pump if my nipples are sore? A hundred percent. Just be sure that your flange size is correct and that your suction isn't painful <laughs> because we don't want your breast pump to be doing more pain and more damage. But I have counseled so many families who have really sore nipples and really bad shape while we are getting to the root of the problem and helping to fix the latch and making sure that everything's working properly. There are situations where I will counsel moms to pump for 24 to 48 hours, take a little break, use some good nipple cream or use their silverettes to help heal up their nipples so that we can come back and start fresh and start new to latch on baby correctly. But you know, sometimes moms need a little bit of that mental break from the pain that they've been feeling to kind of refresh and reset and a short break like that, your baby's going to do fine at coming back to the breast. But again, this is always helpful, uh, more um, likely to be successful if you have the help of an IBCLC on your side. All right, next question. Can sore nipples decrease milk supply? Totally, because if you have sore nipples, when your baby starts showing those early cues of feeding, um, of wanting to feed, of being hungry, you're not going to be too excited <laughs> to bring your baby to the breast. Am I right? You're going to be a little hesitant. You're going to be a little nervous because you've been feeling a lot of pain and a lot of discomfort. And we know that your body is made to work on a supply and demand system. So if you are not bringing your baby to the breast frequently and draining your breast frequently, then that is a hundred percent going to have an adverse effect on your body and cause your body to start making less milk. And over time it will continue to decrease. So yes, sore nipples can decrease your milk supply. Also, if you have sore nipples, that means that your baby does not have a good latch. And if your baby does not have a good latch, she is not getting good, big mouthfuls of milk while she is breastfeeding. I have a really fun reel on my Instagram that shows the difference between taking tiny little sips out of a straw or really your baby dropping her jaw and really filling up a mouthful of milk and swallowing it down. So the crazy thing about a latch is that, and sore nipples, is that not only is it better for you to have a deep latch because you can avoid sore nipples, but it also is a total win for your baby to have a deep latch because she is going to be more effective at breastfeeding. She is going to get more milk with every suck instead of tiny, tiny little sips. 
And so it is 100% worth your time to work on clearing up sore nipples and going for good deep latches because it's going to be a win for both you and your baby. And, you know, we're talking so much about sore nipples on this post, um, on this, on this episode. I mean, if you want to know more, one of my earliest, earliest episodes was all about avoiding sore nipples. Let's keep going. How long will nipples be sore from breastfeeding? Okay. So here's the thing. In those first couple of weeks of breastfeeding, there is a big shift in hormones that has happened after you delivered your baby. Once you deliver the placenta and a huge shift in hormones happens in your body, which tells your body to start producing milk. And that big shift in hormones can cause your nipples to be a little bit more sensitive also keep in fact that this is a new sensation because I don't know about you, but before I breastfed a baby, I was not used to someone sucking on my nipples every couple of hours. (laughs) Are you the same? Probably so. I'm guessing you weren't used to that before you breastfed. So this is a new sensation. So a little bit of soreness is to be expected in those first couple of weeks as you're kind of working out the kinks and getting used to this breastfeeding experience with this new baby. Even if it's your second baby, third baby, fourth baby, fifth baby, this is a new baby for this breastfeeding experience. And so it's gonna be different. Even if you've breastfed before, um, there's still gonna be a little bit of a transformation that needs to take place as you go down this new road together. So, A little bit of soreness is to be expected in those first couple of weeks, but that is very different than toe curling pain. That should never be a normal part of breastfeeding. (laughs) And of course, if you are still just feeling sore, sore nipples, you know, when your baby is past those first three to four weeks, I would say reach out to an IBCLC, get some help, and don't just put up with the soreness and the pain. Get some help for yourself, right? It's not worth putting through um, yourself through that pain because you're breastfeeding so often throughout the day that you want this to be something that you enjoy, not something that you are dreading to do because that's not going to be great for making sure your baby's getting enough to eat and also for your milk supply. Okay. Let's see if we have time for one more. What causes nipple pain when breastfeeding? Okay. If you don't already know this, it's one word, your latch, (laughs) your latch, 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 latch is always associated with nipple pain. Now there can be other things that are going on. Like for example, you could have vasospasms in your nipple that causes pain. But listen, that is uh, made worse by a shallow latch. So it's still associated with a latch. Or your baby could also have some restriction under her tongue or under her lip. But that will cause her to have a shallow latch and not a great latch. So it still all ties back to the latch in the end. But there are other things that can be looked at to um, figure out exactly how to 100% get rid of the pain when you're breastfeeding. 
Because you guys, again, if you are feeling toe curling pain while you are breastfeeding, that's not a normal part of breastfeeding. That's not something to just deal with and push through. That's when you reach out to an IBCLC like me. There's IBCLCs all over the world. This is an international certification. This isn't just something that's only in the United States. Nope, there are IBCLCs all over the entire world. And if you ever need help getting in touch with an IBCLC in your area, you can totally reach out to me and I can help you find an IBCLC in your area. So many are even doing e-consults um, over the, um, over like a video or over a phone call because of COVID restrictions. So you absolutely can find help. Don't push through this pain all on your own. Okay, I think we have time for one more actually. Last one is what causes, oh, we already did that one. How to treat nipple pain when breastfeeding. <laughs> so how you treat nipple pain is first of all, you get help with your latch. I also love having a good um, ointment on hand to help protect your nipples in between feeds. I think that something like lanolin is very, very, very basic when it comes to protecting your nipples. If you are having um, any sort of um, discomfort or soreness, I would go a step up from there and use a good organic nipple cream such as um, Mother Love is one that I really love and recommend frequently. And if you have even more nipple damage than that, you can talk with your healthcare provider about getting a prescription um, for an ointment called Jack Newman's. It's also called APNO that helps to heal up your nipples. Or I also really love silverettes. They're these little um, discs that go on your nipple and it uses the natural healing properties that silver provides to heal up your nipples. They work really well. I recently just did a reel on one of those as well if you wanna know more. But using something like that can really help to speed up the healing process so that while we're fixing your latch, your nipples are healing up and getting better and not getting worse with time. <laughs> so good. Okay, as you were listening to that, were there any questions that you have searched for yourself on a late night Google search? Probably so. There was some that we didn't even get to. So if you loved this podcast, you found it helpful, let's do this again. This might be fun to do some more frequently um, asked questions. Listen, you are doing amazing work. Thank you again so much for coming and listening. You are the perfect parent for your child. I'm going to leave you with you are strong, you are smart, you are beautiful, you are a good friend to all. Thanks and we'll see.